0: Cause Nintendo never thought Green Face, the opponent, was going to be a <laughs> their mascot. That's why when these cabinets were in the arcade, there was always a Donkey Kong in the back or a Mario Bros. or something like that to keep their brand to, to keep with their brand recognition of these characters.
1: Here we go. It's like Here it comes. Yeah, we talk.
0: Shaking energy Are you ready for Arcade Weekly? Come on, We Talk go! Eat your food, don't shoot it Go! And we will go, and we did Stay with the bird, Wiggly, stay with the bird Yo everybody, it's We Talk Games Arcade Weekly, today we're actually going to be Arcading around I almost said we're going to be weekly But uh, I think we missed that day and I was supposed to put up a uh, best of, in other words, summer programming rerun, but we don't like to call it that. So I was going to put up a best of, and then I forgot because we're coming to you live from Raccoon City and practicing social distancing. <laughs> I have on uh, the Google Chromecast. What is that called? Hanging out. I'm hanging out. My balls hanging out, are hanging, hanging out. out. Yeah. And uh, that's David. Hey,
1: Wigs. Coming at you from the end of the world.
0: <laughs> Indeed. And uh, not funny. If anyone wants to take... Boy, I need to do a Wiggly World. I need to do a, a, other things and stuff and things. Because uh, Thunderfoot, uh, with F and then 00T, wow. zero, zero he's done a good spreadsheet, if you want to know. Hey, what are you eating? Lettuce? Hello. Are you talking to me, Wiggs? No, I'm talking to myself. I'm eating my Am I I'm asking myself anything. if I'm eating lettuce? <laughs> Somebody Are you p- eating lettuce? No. But somebody please. This is so much more difficult. We're not staring at each other. It is. It's, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? It's great because TYT Network has to do the social distancing. So they're using their whatever, Skype or Discord or maybe this. Zoom. And yeah. And guess what? They're full of a lot of uhs and ahs and uh and ahs. when they're not in the same studio, that's what happens, man. That's why I like to be in the We're same We're powering through it. We are. We're going to power through this. We're going to get through this, no matter what type of candy bar you're opening. Please send in your old Xbox 360 microphones so we could get that over to David. Please. You're talking through your computer, right? Sadly, Through your yeah. Mac MacBook. Yep. You have a MacBook Air or MacBook Pro?
1: No, I have a Pro. It's actually like seven years old. I've dropped this thing a hundred times. I dropped this... On the pavement, mm. and it still keeps on ticking. I've maybe spilled four or five cups of coffee on this bad boy <laughs> in seven years. Nothing will kill this MacBook Pro, Nothing. brother.
0: The one terabyte drives came down to a hundred dollars. Yeah, uh, now I know you use a lot of a lot. Of I space, do.
1: I've got everything pretty much backed up, though.
0: But the one terabyte uh, uh, solid state is going to make that like a almost new computer. Uh, hey, it's unbelievable. And the fact that the one terabytes finally came down to hundred, and now's the time to strike while the iron's hot. I think the yeah. two two terabytes are still, you know, like two hundred and fifty dollars or whatever. Who cares? Today we're gonna talk about Punch Out. Punch Out. It's that popular title that came out for five systems of Nintendo's. So At least. you know it's yeah. so well, that's all actually. Okay. We don't have one for the Wii U and we don't have one for the Well, I mean, technically, you could play the Wii game on the Wii U. Can the Wii U support the balance board? I don't know. By the way, my thighs are fucking burning and (laughs) they're cramping up. (laughs) Because I played this for every single system and arcade. Now, my problem... Okay, you've
1: got me beat. So I I played the first two, well, the only two arcade versions, and then the NES version.
0: And we all have to sort of bow out on playing the Super Punch-Out properly. Because we can't pull on our uh, stick. We can't pull up to duck.
1: Right. Which Mm -hmm. is is sad.
0: And we'll talk about that. Let's see. The original Punch-Out came out in 1983. That was a Punch-Out with two exclamation points. Super Punch-Out with only one exclamation point, for some reason, came out in 1984.
1: That's interesting. I have 84 and 85 as the dates.
0: Oh, because
1: it was featured, and maybe it was finished in 83, the original, mm-hmm. but it was actually featured at the ASI show, in which I think is in Chicago at the time, in 1984. And they got a ton of press on it. because yes. They actually had the heavyweight world champion there right. uh, signing gloves for the high scorer every day at the show.
0: Oh, that's right. You uh, were there, right?
1: I was not there. It's a different story I'll tell about oh. Mike Tyson. But this was back in 84 when Larry Holmes was yeah. from Easton, he by sure the way? Is. Yeah. When he was heavyweight champ of the world, and he was hired by Nintendo to help promote this new arcade game, Punch Out. Yeah. Uh, at the ASI show.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I like it. Well, you have the dates wrong. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. For the NES, it came out in 1987. Yes. And, you know what? I'm not sure. Oh, oh, yeah. That is only with one exclamation or panic. Panic is what they call it in Thailand. Uh, the Super NES version came out in 94 with one Panic, 94. And then the Wii version, we had to wait till 2009, 2009 mm. until we got just Punch-Out again, Punch-Out with one Panic. And then we got Doc Lewis's Punch-Out, which was a Nintendo exclusive. Not much to talk about. That had went back to the two exclamation points for Doc Lewis. There was also the Pocket Game. Yeah, that was more like, uh, jeez, I I wish I could see it. I I had an, I had an old Tomi Tommy. One yes. where it was one-on-one, and that was sort of what it was like, but mine was done with LEDs instead of LCDs. The only interesting thing about the Nintendo Pocket, you know, Game & Watch Pocket, whatever you want to call it, was that it was it featured uh, breakout controllers with their D-pad, oh. with their uh, whatcham, whack-a-mole D-pad. And I'm well, also- I only
1: have one Game & Watch. I have the Zelda Game & Watch.
0: And I actually oh, that's really a good one.
1: Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great one. I've never played any of the others. I always had those, um, what were they, like the little generic, like, Tiger games, handheld games, like Double Dragon.
0: Yeah, poor you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And there's one that I have to bring in, the future heuristic bouts of in-your-face fighting action. It filled the 1995 gap after the 94 for the SNES, and that was the Tolero Boxer by, I only have by Nintendo. Let me bring my light over here. Yeah, Nintendo of America, made in Japan. i be. Is that who? Well, I don't know who. Oh, uh, I don't know who made it for them, but they definitely published it. If you want your valuable limited warranty, just call (laughs) 1-800-255-3700 for service information. Now, I do have the American version of this. It doesn't really matter came out of uh, Nintendo Japan. And you know what? For as much as Nintendo crapped on the red thing, the Virtual Boy, uh, as much as they crapped on it, (laughs) they almost doubled the games that came out in America. And this was, of course, a system that came out in America. And they were like, you dumb Americans can't make a good game system. And I talk about this so many times that this would have fucking crushed it if Nintendo of Japan just would have kept their pants on. The reason that this was only red was because the RGB guns were so expensive. Mm. And the price of the guns had just dropped, and they could have probably added just another 50 bucks onto this thing, which was already inexpensive, although they ended up blowing out at like 25 or $30. Or am I thinking... You know what? I'm actually thinking... Uh, I don't. I, I can't remember the exact price that these blew out at. Uh, finally, but now w- what I was getting that confused with was the Vectrix. Vectrix blew out at like $20, 25 bucks, and now they go for you know a zillion, billion bucks. But if they could have put just made this RGB, just made this color, they would have fucking crushed it, yo. Mm. I mean, it was no thing you're gonna take on the bus unless you look at one of. <laughs> the old album arts for the We Talk Games episodes where I'm wearing it on a senior citizen bus to the casinos in New Jersey. But you just need a lot of tape, that's all, and you could tape it right to your head. Tolero Boxer is an incredibly difficult game because it's so much more complex than any punch-out game, even when you throw in the balance board to the Wii, and we can, we can talk about that. There's no gamepad that I know of that can emulate the game, the Virtual Boy, I better go to bed, that can emulate the Virtual Boy controller properly. Because a Virtual Boy controller, yeah, it only had four buttons. It had two D-pads, regular Nintendo cross pads for right and left. Then it had two shoulder buttons, only two shoulder buttons. But then you had an A and B on both sides. Now, yes, the left side was start and select, but... They still could act as like A and B buttons. Can so, I ask you a question. Yes, Why did sir? the
1: Virtual Boy look like one of those grills from 1988?
0: The Virtual Boy looked like a grill? It sort of did, yeah. Mm, mm. No? I, I don't know. There's a focus on the top, so you have to slide that focus back and forth, but that makes a huge difference. And all I can say is that this is real 3D. I mean, this is real mm. 3D because you have both your eyeballs view the game from a different angle. You can get an emulator that will work with this. And I spoke about it on my Patreon, which is a Wiggly Check on Patreon. And it's, it's not very good, but it's behind the scenes. And boy, at this time, if you have uh, money and a job, I don't think I'm going to make rent. But who cares? Let's talk about Tellero Boxer and then get into the real punch out. Final things on the Virtual Boy. It was real 3D. Everyone made fun of it because it was only in red. But it doesn't matter. I got to tell you something about the Virtual Boy that gets overlooked constantly. The sound You always get this thing, oh, my Bose speaker is one speaker that can imitate surround sound and all this other stuff. You put your head in that Virtual Boy and you're talking like Jimi Hendrix effects coming out of the bleeps and bloops. That stereo sound is so overlooked. It's so immersive. And the 3D, depending on the game, like you play Mario Clash, you're looking at some... Hot gaming action. Tolero boxer looks unbelievable, but because and, you're and actually, it was a yeah. commercial yeah. failure,
1: right? I mean, oh um, yeah, it was like mid nineties. It barely sold. Yeah, and now if you go on eBay, the prices are ridiculous.
0: Yes, and most of them are broken because as soon as you start moving the Virtual Boy up and down on the neck they decided to not put any type of support for the ribbon cable in there and it just breaks the weld points so you got to stick that in the oven
1: and uh, i hope that
0: you don't like like the xbox you used to stick that in the oven with a towel around it the, the original xbox to get rid of your red ring of death, but there's probably still somebody out there that will fix this. Tolero Boxer looks unbelievable, but because you can control, like, everything, because you have those double D-pads, you can duck, you can throw an uppercut with each arm, block up, block down, block middle, block left, get out of the way, get out of the way the other way, and you feel like a freaking robot, and you feel like you're fighting robots. But some of the robots are so cheap, like you start whacking that one guy in the head with your light-up punches, and he just sticks his head down into his belly. Now, how is that fair? Okay, so right, yeah. enough, enough about Tolero Boxer and I gushing about it. It's one of the hardest games, but if you could master using those two double D-pads for your movement and then your left and right punch on the shoulders, you can get it down. Really clean up with it. Let's face it. These punch out games, the Tolero boxer. Uh, you see what I got out here? You see? You can't see because I can't see, <laughs> right? So anyway, it's <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We done
1: this via video chat, I guess.
0: So. Oh, that's true. Like I had to do with uh, Ralph Bear. Seven different gaming books because I was trying to look on my tips and tits, tits and tricks, and they didn't have for the first punch out on my computers. Nintendo's tits and tricks or my Volume 3 Ultimate Unauthorized Nintendo Game Strategies. But I did find in my TurboGrafx-16 that I could have done the Newtopia. One of my TurboGrafx-16 Secrets of the Game books had the Newtopia mazes in here, and where where stuff was. But I got out my Ultimate Game Histories, I got out my High Score, and I even got out my Arcade Treasures, although Arcade Treasures did not have anything in it about Punch-Out!!. So let's talk about the arcade games first. Yeah. And I also have something here. you hear this? I do. This took me, I think this took me a little over an hour. Punch-out 1983, you say 1984. Punch-out with the two exclamations. Who you fight? You fight uh, Not In Order, Bald Bull, Glass Joe...
1: Yeah, Kid last was the first one, then Piston Hurricane, which was like a version of Piston Honda. Bald Bull, Kid Quick. Yep. Pizza Pasta, which Love is, uh, I take offense to that as Italian.
0: Why? Uh, and What's the matter <laughs> with pizza or pasta? Uh, you know. It's I, I don't <laughs> think his parents named him that. I don't no, know anyone no, with the last name of pasta. A, I think yeah. he named himself.
1: Maybe. And then <laughs> the, the final boss is Mr. Sandman.
0: Mr. And Sandman, a lot and of these
1: the characters are obviously, they're... They're used in, in many other games, many other titles. We'll go
0: through that. We'll go yeah. through that because you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised at the end. That's what. Right. You go against Glass Joe. Glass Joe yeah. is, uh, you know, of course, if you can't beat Glass Joe, don't play. Budget. Don't play video games. <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. The NES had. Um, who was your first guy? Glass Joe.
1: And the NES is, is also the first. So, that's the NES, right, tried, I mean, that's right, that's right. I can go through them, but.
0: I can go NES, through them too. The go NES to, too.
1: got Glass Joe, Von Kaiser, King Von Hippo, Von Kaiser who's, yeah. who's sort of like a, a legend for, for people my
0: age who. Like who Bear Hugger. He's like a Bear Hugger. He is just like Bear Hugger, who in the second arcade that you game. You got to pop his crown up. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then
1: uh, they've got Piston Honda, who's sort of in the first game, Great Tiger, who's in the second arcade game. Bald Bull, Mr. Sandman, Don Flamenco, mm-hmm. Soda Popinski, which is.
0: No, Nintendo, Vodka Drunkinski.
1: Nintendo neutering Vodka yeah. Drunkinski. Right. Super Macho Man, and then finally Mike Tyson.
0: Soon to be replaced by Mr. Dream.
1: Yeah, so it was three years later they did the re release. I mean, we can get into that.
0: Not Mike Tyson and Bison, or Balrog mm-hmm. in the United States. That's who Mike Tyson would have been, Balrog, I think. Yeah. So both were 99 and 0, by the way. so the original punch out had six people in it now Mm -hmm. the one thing that it might share and this is contested the one thing that it might share with the wii's 2009 is the disco kid now i just fought against the disco kid on my wii using the balance board to duck juke to the right juke to the left and let me tell you you burn your shit up, you burn up trying to do that. And it's not easy, but you got to love it that they included the balance board to do those extra moves. Disco Kid had a nickname of Kid Quick, who's in the original Punch-Up, but they don't look anything alike. Like, what would have had to happen was Disco Kid would have had to go the way of, like, Michael Jackson got some acid peels. And, of course, he could have absolutely trimmed his afro, and he would have had to get his teeth fixed Originally, he could, you know, spit water across the pool. So I don't know, but that's what the legend of this is. And the problem is, is that Kid Quick is the only, oh no, Pizza Pasta. Kid Quick and Pizza Pasta, I could not get any stats for. So Mm. I can't tell. Disco Kid was 12 and 4. Also Donkey Kong, he was a question mark and a question mark. We'll get into Donkey Kong as well. So that's your punch out. Yes, hey, did you know, speaking of Donkey Kong, did you notice who was in the stands? Lots of things happening in the original punch out and in yeah. the NES punch out. You, yeah. you also had Mario as the referee, which was yep. fun.
1: What'd you think of the decision by Nintendo for the main character having him as a like a wireframe larger character right. so that you could see punches coming at you and you could understand how you wanted to move out of the way or or counter punch. What did you think about that decision versus what Nintendo did, you know, <laughs> three or four them, years down the line. And make him a and, little and a make fairy. a little a little kid, basically. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I love it. I think that's perfect. They refined it a little bit on Super Punch Out, made everything a little bit crisp more crisp. Interesting fact about the Super Punch Out, you just changed a few boards. it was an upgrade kit and you just got the additional sticker. And you got the replacement super punch. Wait, what lifted? The controller or the super punch button? Ah, fuck, now I forget. I think the controller, I think the- The
1: controller lifted because that's how you ducked.
0: Or did you, yeah, you didn't push down. The super punch button, you
1: you mash that when your um, KO meter gets to the top.
0: Right, right. And that big button, that was an attraction. The dual screen was an attraction. I remember there being huge crowds around the Super Punch-Out. I can't remember if they were around the original Punch-Out as well. And I remember them running a third monitor in the window of it. Now, I don't know how they did that because this board was kind of a weird way that they sandwiched these boards and all the chips in there. But you had to replace a couple of the chips. And uh, like I said, it was an upgrade kit can't remember exactly what. oh so then you had the uh, additional sticker that went on the sides of the joystick that's what i believe happened
1: this is for super punch
0: out yes indeed yeah. super punch out had a new cast of crack characters which One none left, of them which was weird and, right you had 5 and none of them were from the first series so yeah. that was very interesting bear hugger was hilarious he was great, and he he was
1: really a, a prelude to King Hippo for the NES, like you said earlier.
0: Sure, and if I saw that guy on a screen, I would want to play that game, and so yep. did a lot of other people. I think you mentioned Dragon Chan. I'm not sure. Great Tiger was in this, so you yep. had uh, Vodka Drunkinski, and you had Super Macho Man. Super Macho right. Man. Right, and Is he had that boss. 360 punch. Oh my God, um, did he? Yeah, killer. Was that the discus punch? Yeah,
1: yeah. The only one that really didn't get any play in the uh, NES version was Dragon Chan, for whatever reason they just removed him. Yeah, but uh, he, what he did, was the one that did the. He sort of like uh, was almost like a WWE character face. where you jump on the ropes and then and then like um, kick you. He'd have like different
0: kicks. Absolutely, and that's what I wanted to try to figure out which game out of the five games cheated the most. Wasn't there someone that had a gun? <laughs> I know there wasn't, but, uh, oh, Heikagaru, if I'm saying, he, Heikageru, <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, he had a stick. He hit you with a stick. Come on now. Okay, yeah. So we're, I think we're, now it's just. Um... That was Super Nintendo. So okay, I think Super yeah. Nintendo did some big cheating, but you got to give it to Dragon Chan for being the first big cheater, I think. Super Punch-Out, what can you say? It was awesome. You need to play these arcade games. <laughs> they're different experiences than any of the other systems. Yeah. What do you think are the closest in systems? Do you think the NES and the Super NES are the closest? The closest to, to the arcade
1: version? Probably the Super
0: NES. Super NES had the most characters, 16 characters. Yeah, and, and it went back to the
1: wireframe
0: fighter. It finally was able to handle that. Yeah, let's talk about the NES in 1987. I don't know if we talked about the Super Punch-Out and the Punch-Out enough. They are gorgeous. All the characters are huge.
1: Huge, beautiful, colorful, funny.
0: Voice Uh, animation. The only thing is, you read Nintendo of America, you talk to the developers, and they're going to say one of these games was Little Joe. Now, the dude, the green-haired dude... (laughs) on both punch out and super punch out looks exactly the same
1: he's like a big ripped dude your main character he doesn't have a name he's just challenger
0: he is challenger because he's your name but the developers and nintendo power said that this is little joe at least one of them was little joe now he's big joe in my opinion and your opinion as you stated so maybe these timelines are shifted. I don't know. None of them look like Little Joe. And then, so the NES was definitely Little Joe. He had black hair, yeah. green trunks. and Green we, trunks, we green, get green in, gloves. We get he was introduces. a little,
1: small character. So I think the backstory was he's a 17-year-old kid from the Bronx. Mm-hmm. It had some RPG elements to the Nintendo game. You know, it had the cut scenes. It had a backstory. Uh, it's got that famous cutscene where he's jogging in New York all night in his pink sweats. And Doc, the trainer, is sort of like in front of him on his bike. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's it's cool. It's cool in that way. What I really like about that game, it's got like all the records and the weights and the ages for all the fighters. In between rounds, you can see if someone's sustaining damage, their face changes, they're beat up they've got some welts and marks on their face from getting hit. It's just such a cool game. I just love the Nintendo game. It's It's got incredible replay value. It really challenges you as far as timing and understanding little uh, visual cues of when to punch, when to collect stars, when to do your super uppercut punch. It's just so much fun.
0: It is. One thing about it is it carries over some characters from both the original Punch-Out on the arcade and the Super Punch Out. You carry over Bald Bull. I think you mentioned this. Glass Joe, uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Sandman comes over from Super Punch Out. You have a Great Tiger, Vodka Drunkinski, as you mentioned, named Soda Popinski, and Super Macho Man makes it over. Uh, you mentioned Don Flamenco, King Hippo, and Bison Balrog, Mike Tyson in some of them and mr dream replaced mike tyson and then pissed off oh,
1: there's an interesting story and i dug into this and i didn't i didn't know that this was the real reason until i'd done some research for for this podcast nintendo didn't uh sort of drop mike tyson from the game after his rape allegation and then uh, eventual conviction his contract, contract with right Nintendo, now. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I thought that was the reason. His contract had run out in 1989. The game came out in 87. And they wanted to re-release the game because they had sold like three or four million copies of it. Right. Um, and they just decided that it was so popular that they could re-release it without paying Mike Tyson, who was by that time the heavyweight champion of the world, an mm-hmm. uh, enormous sum to have him in the game. Uh, so they just did. They just decided not to renew the contract and save some money and re-release the game uh, without Tyson in there. And and uh, who they have in there in his place? Mister Dream, Mister Mr. Dream. dream, right? Yeah, because so
0: Mister Sandman sent me a dream, and yeah. that's what he did, Mister Dream.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that that was the real reason. It, it that happened in um, the the re-release of that game was 1990, and it was shortly. Actually, before Tyson lost to Buster Douglas in Tokyo and lost the heavyweight championship. But uh, I didn't know that that was the real reason why Tyson wasn't in the, in the re-release. It was just Nintendo wanting to save more money.
0: But he did get his own galactic boxing, which I guess was terrible. I've or never fought, played that game. Yeah, I've heard it was terrible Yeah. yeah. Piston Hondo was also named Pista Hondo Piston H- Piss Hondo Piston Hondo and then you had Yvonne Kaiser and uh, as we mentioned the big bosses were either Tyson or Dream now here's the other interesting part the Super Nintendo would not bring over the people from the NES version so much like the Super Punch-Out didn't bring over people from the original Punch-Out in the arcade Super Nintendo did not bring any of the characters from the NES version, they did bring characters. Like I said, this is the most characters. Sixteen people. Uh, there were ten people in Punch Out. And the one thing about Punch Out was that you f- refought those fighters before you could go go up 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 up. Yeah, up. you had rematches. Yes, which is uh, and they were sucky. harder
1: versions of those yeah, fighters.
0: They were sucky to me. <laughs> well, sucky, sucky. Now. I don't know when the one-punch knockouts happened. Did that happen with the NES, or did that start with the Super Nintendo? With
1: the NES, you had the super punch, and depending on the opponent's meter and how much energy they had left, you could knock them out with one super punch.
0: But I mean, there were a lot of tits and tricks about throw one punch and the person goes down. Mm. Yeah. I know yeah. that there I know that there are some characters that if you knock them out in the first round with a super punch that they will get the tank count.
1: Right. Well that's another thing is there's three rounds in the NES version and, and in the arcade it was one three minute round.
0: Absolutely. That's another thing that uh, would have been good to mention. But I'm a little bit all over the place. And I also wanted to mention a no joe. If you go on to We Talk Games and go to We Talk Games slash in the can or you can get there from the front page or do a search into iTunes or or something else like that, uh, check out our Ishida no Joe coverage, which was, I believe Taito put that out, and Ishida no Joe was a manga based on a real character, I believe, and it did use the, I mean, it, it completely ripped off a Punch-Out, but did it differently. And if you looked at it, you might say not as not as well, but to me, horizontal quality, different enough, but overall Punch-Out is probably still a better game. Unless you're a fan of the manga. Which, why wouldn't you be? Captain Tezotukin. I can't remember who the soccer player is that uh, they made a a soccer game of him. Anyway, the Super Nintendo had none of the characters from the NES. But you did have Bald Bull returning from Punch-Out!! You had Mr. Sandman returning from Punch-Out!! Piston Hurricane came back from Punch-Out!! from the arcade. From Super Punch-Out!! they got Bear Hugger. Back in there so it was great to see him they did a great job on him on the super nintendo dragon chan finally came back in the super nintendo doing his cheating kick in the face mm-hmm. super macho man
1: there's they, there's somebody I there that were does... three repeats i thought it was super macho you're Man, right. mr sandman and bald bull were all in the nes version as you're, well
0: you're absolutely correct what yeah. i should have said was that none of the original characters on the nes version made it over so the ones that the NES repeated from the arcade, they right. did make it over, but none of the original characters like Flamenco, Hippo, Bison, <laughs> keep yeah. going Bison, Piston Hondo, Von Kaiser, none of them made it to the Super Nintendo. But so yeah, you're absolutely when that great. game,
1: I mean, that game sold so many copies mm-hmm. and that was really at like the peak of when I fell in love with, with video games. I just remember getting the toys. Do you remember the Punch-Out? Um, there were sort of like scenes from Punch-Out?
0: I don't recall those.
1: Okay. So I can remember collecting those, and then, oh, God, I wish I kept them. Uh, and then also, I was a huge fan of Captain N, Game Master.
2: Yeah, sure. And,
1: and King Hippo was obviously one of the key characters in the, in that cartoon as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just the success of these characters. I'm actually shocked that the Super Nintendo version didn't have King Hippo in it, because he was sort of, like, iconic.
0: Yeah. Well, don't worry. We get him back in the Wii. <laughs> Yep. Get a lot of characters back in the Wii that uh, were beloved, and only two, only two original characters for the Wii. But before we go on, so you had Aaron Ryan, you had Bob Charlie, <laughs> Bob, Mar- you had Gabby J. Gabby J. was ninety nine and one. Gabby J. was trained by Glass Joe, and Glass Joe was ninety nine and one also. So Glass Joe beat. Wait, was Gabby J Glass Joe's trainer? Now I'm confused. Anyway, oh no, Glass Joe had to beat Gabby J, so that was his one. What is Glass Joe one in ninety nine? Glass Joe was one in ninety nine, so he got beat by his student, Gabby J. Gabby J also ninety nine and one. Now Mm -hmm. the main two characters of the Super Nintendo are Nick Bruiser, who is the champ, and his brother Rick Bruiser. Nick Bruiser is 42 and 0, but his brother Rick Bruiser is 41 and 1 because he got beat by Gabby J. Gabby J, the biggest loser next to Glass Joe. Rick Bruiser lost to Gabby J, but he blames his brother Nick for that loss. There's also some speculation if that's really the truth, but according to the game itself, uh, that's what it says. So that's what happens there. <laughs> Only one of the characters from the Super Nintendo version makes it over to the Wii version, and that's Aaron Ryan. Aaron Ryan is uh, from the uh, Super Nintendo. You get your great NES original characters of Don Flamenco. King Hippo comes back, and he looks great because this is done with cell shading. Uh, The characters have cutscenes that they're doing much more.
1: There's a special version that you could get like a collector's version when it, when it came out for the Wii and it actually came with like a crown, like King Hippo's crown. Whoa,
0: whoa. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Piston Hondo came over from the NES as did Von Kaiser from the super punch out to the Wii was bear hugger. So you got both bear hugger and King Hippo. So you're in double love. Great tiger made it over. Great tiger was from India and he had a tell, uh, on the NES where his, uh, Bindi. I guess, I don't know if you call it a Bindi if it's on your turban. If it's anyway, on the turban, would, I don't think it's a Bindi. Up. No. But, but yeah,
1: the little like jewel on his mm-hmm. turban flashed.
0: Right. Then you knew it was time to strike. Vodka Drunk, 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 Drunkinski. And I don't know, I can't remember if he's called Soda Popinski in the Wii. I would have to say he is. Probably. And Super Macho Man also came over from the NES. So Dragon Chan didn't come over for the Wii. The only time Dragon... Let's put it this way. The only time Dragon Chan made a return from Super Punch-Out was on the Super Nintendo. Now, from the original Punch-Out to the Wii was uh, Mr. Sandman, who is the champion. Uh, maybe. The Wii is supposed to be the final retirement. You have Doc Lewis in your corner. And this is supposed to be Little Max. Did I call him Little Joe? I think I called him Little Joe. I yeah. talking well, about dice. <laughs> little Mac, little Big Mac. This is supposed to be his retirement tour, I guess, because towards the end there, he's, he's getting ready to retire.
1: He's getting to the ripe old age of, of 22 by this point. <laughs> Absolutely. Because when he fought in the NES, he was about 10.
0: Right. <laughs> he looks like he's about four. He's just out of diapers. Glass Joe uh, <laughs> it makes his return from the original Punch-Out, as does Bald Bull to the Wii. And like I mentioned, Kid Quick might have been in it as the Disco Kid. The only original character is Disco Kid. Or is he? Because once you do defeat uh, Mr. Sandman as the last uh, big boss, all of a sudden, Mr. Question Mark shows up, dropping down from the ceiling, sliding down on the announcer's mic, I think, is uh, Donkey Kong. You get to fight Donkey Kong, and you could beat him once. I think you could beat him twice, but the third time, it's time to retire. Doc Lewis says, you got to know when it's time to retire, and that's uh, that's when he tires. It's all good with Donkey Kong. He doesn't mind. He's a gorilla. Cheat.
1: They were cheating.
0: But was yeah. it, isn't so that, that cool? goes
1: back though to Donkey Kong being in the stands.
0: Uh, true.
1: In the original Punch Out, he's right there in the back, I believe, left corner. He's there, and, and there's a, there? I think Princess? Donkey Kong Jr. Is somewhere in that crowd too, off off to the edge of the screen. What are there, some other cool facts about this series? Oh, how about this? Did you know that the first version of this game was a gold cartridge that was uh, part of a, a special giveaway in Japan? Yes, Uh, And they only had like 5,000 copies. Uh, They had not done the deal with Tyson yet. So Tyson's actually not in that original Famicom cartridge. But man, that thing goes for some serious dollars on eBay now.
0: It was traded into game stores for like the same prices as the regular Punch-Out! Because, you know, I guess nobody really knew about it. But I remember seeing it on the shelf in one of the stores I went to. Actually, can really we talk up? about
1: how impossible Tyson was to be? <laughs> I, I don't think we really covered that. Yeah. Mike Tyson is sort of like, who's the one with the with the huge uppercut? Mr. Sandman? Only if Mr. Sandman was sped up like times five. It's just impossible to time up those uppercuts. And one punch and you're out. You've lost all your, your, mm-hmm. uh, your health meter. You were on the floor. And you're you, struggling to come up, back up.
0: You can actually regain your energy, I think, one time during that and i'm not sure if it was by hammering on the select button i'm I'm pretty much thinking that's what it was if you knocked him down or i can't even remember when it happened or what occurred but you could regain uh, some of your power at that point now on the wii and i can't remember on a super nintendo but i definitely know on the wii because that's the one i played last you re- recover your energy when the other opponent is knocked down by pressing the one and two button consecutively, and uh, you get some of your power back. What I did want to talk about was this Bald Bull was 34 and 19. Mm. Glass Joe, once again, 99 and one. Kid one and 99. One and 90. Well, is that how you. Glass oh, Joe just... had
1: one win and 99 losses.
0: Right. So, should I reverse that? Yeah, the, the wins are always first in the car. Okay. Okay, yeah. that's not how Nintendo did it, but I'll go by that. Then I'll say Bald Bull did 19 and 34. Glass Joe, out of 100 matches, no, no, did no. one and 19. Huh?
1: Hold on, i got to check this out now. Because I'm pretty sure Bald Bull was actually 34 wins and 19 losses.
0: Okay, 34 and 19. Yeah. So one of these one of these games did them backwards. <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe. Uh, Sandman was 27 and 2. You're right. Piston Hurricane was 21 and 10. There were no stats for Pizza Pasta, so he's an Hi. unknown. At least, no, he got beat once, and that was by Little Mac, Big Mac, Big Mac, double stacked. Bear Hugger is 17 and 12, and Dragon Chan was 15 and 7. Great Tiger was 24 and 5. That's after he was in both games, I believe. Vodka Drunkinski was 33 and 2, so he was pretty hard to beat, even as Soda Popinski. 35 and 3 was Super Macho Man. He also was uh, doing well. And Don Flamenco, 22 and 3. Hard to believe on that. You don't have to know the patterns with Don Flamenco to actually be able to beat him. Uh, King Hippo was 18 and 9. Age unknown. (laughs) Is that right? Yeah, weight unknown. That's right. Uh, Mr. Dream, both Mr. Dream and Mike Tyson are tied at 99 and zero until I guess they get beat by Little Mac. So
1: Tyson in the game in the NES, mm-hmm. all his stats are actual stats for when, oh. when the game was released in late 87. He was 31 and 0. Oh, really? Yeah, with 27 Ks. He's from Catskill, New York. He's 21 years old and he weighs 220 pounds. And all of those stats were authentic. They were his actual stats at the end of 87
0: Uh uh-huh okay no there's a stat i got wrong piston hondo was 26 and one he wasn't too bad but he only fought 27 fights von kaiser he was he's he's been in the business a little bit 23 and 13 i would have thought he did a lot better he's not that easy
1: you know Uh, what is interesting too is like um all their weights are so drastically different which i guess it doesn't matter because
0: the weight classes yeah
1: yeah, the weight class. Because Little Mac is like, what is he, like 36 pounds? <laughs> so <laughs> he's fighting anywhere from Glass Joe's 110 pounds to, uh, I think, uh, Soda Popinski is like 260-something.
0: That's one thing that I didn't break out was when the game started to do the weight classes. Or at least you start at the lower leagues up. You're moving up, and then you up in divisions,
1: up. and yes. as you move up, the fighters get bigger and bigger.
0: Got gotcha. you. Aaron Ryan was 18 and 10. Bob Charlie was twenty-four and thirteen. Gabby J, once again, one and ninety-nine. That's only one that seems to be backwards—ninety-nine and one. I don't know why that. Why that is? I don't. In on the Nintendo
1: version, Glass Joe is one and ninety-nine with one knockout.
0: Okay. The guy I can't pronounce—that is the Kung Fu master with the staff. He's fourteen and eight because he cheats. Which you would think this old man would have fought a lot more, but I guess he didn't really have to fight that much because he just he'd come in and use his stick. Hoy Quarlo was 16, 13. Mad Clown was 17, and 9. Mass Muscle is 19, and 5. Narcissus Prince, which is weird, uh, was 12, and 3. Now, Narcissus Prince, I don't know. I don't know how this guy, how this kid. Okay, he fought 15 fights, but. He won 12 and lost 3. Wow, that's not bad. Nick Bruiser, the champ, was, like I said, 42 and 0. His brother, Rick Bruiser, was 41 and 1, with that loss going to Gabby J. Disco Kid was 12 and 4. And those are your stats, because we don't know Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong definitely had stats, but he wasn't telling anybody. And I guess Pizza Pasta and Kid Quick just. Didn't keep track. said, fuck it. Those are your stats. <laughs> I didn't bother going in and looking at who fought the most. Uh, let's see. I guess Gabby J and uh, Glass Joe. Glass Joe, 100 They're, fights. Yeah. He's and just, Gabby He's just J collecting fights.
1: checks, getting beat up. <laughs> yes, he's a jobber. 1 99, glutton for punishment.
0: Who came in second? Maybe uh, Hoy Quarlo with 75 fights. Okay. Yeah, that's not bad. No. Yeah. Bald Bull up there. He's list. got like 50-some fights. Bald Bull. He's 53 fights, yeah. What else? Of course, uh, NES Punch-Out made famous by You're the Man Now Dog. <laughs> <laughs> didn't really want to mention that, but uh, sort of had to.
1: Was there a game that you played in this series that sucked? No. I, no, I right? Think, no. Aren't they all good games? They're
0: all very good games. It's surprising that It didn't come out for the GameCube. It didn't come out for the N64. And I don't think Nintendo thought this was a real viable franchise. I got to tell you, I don't know why. It wasn't really until Little Mac showed up in Super Smash Brothers that everyone was rallying around the fact that Little Mac was in there. They were ecstatic. And now, of course, you could get the Little Mac, uh, what do you call these things? toys that you shove on the top of it and gives you different color trunks. You know, those Nintendo things.
1: Those Nintendo things.
0: Yeah, I
1: I have a couple random things that I have jotted down. Yes, sir. The Bruiser Brothers. Yes. Nick and Rick. Rick. Did they straight up rip off Majin Buu? Because they kind of look like Majin Buu. Like, not fat Majin Buu, but like um, skinny Majin Buu. Sort of have that like pink color to them, and the face and the baldness, sort of, like, the baldness and the the bumps on the forehead. It just looks to me. I was like, oh, this is like a straight ripoff.
0: Mm-hmm. I have
1: no idea if they did or not. But okay. And then how about uh, when they signed Tyson? They made a
0: big publicity uh, oh. event, <laughs> and he played the game,
1: and he played the game, and he couldn't. He,
0: he's the one that could not beat Glass Joe. That's I don't Joe. think
1: Mike Tyson's very good at video games. but Uh,
0: he was blowing into it
1: something to keep out there for the collectors listening when they had that press event with Tyson, everybody got one of those like suction cup toys. Remember in the eighties, like there was like a million Garfields and like suction cup toys. So they had a Mike Tyson little boxer doll and he was pretty cool looking about the size of your hand. And he he was a, a suction cup toy. You know, you could put him up on whatever. Yeah and there were limited versions that he signed, those fetch a pretty dollar, if you okay. can still find
0: them. Now, did you yeah. get one of those? I have one. I don't yeah. have a signed version, but I have one. I'll the- sign it for you. There you go. Wiggly of Super Meat Boy, I'll sign. Yeah, done. <laughs> That'll boost the price up to a negative $15 on that one. Right, uh, right. Less than what it, people would buy it for. I don't know what else to say about these games. It uses strategy, you yep. punch people in the face. Everyone has a pattern. Some people think that things are completely random. They're not. Mm-hmm. No. Everyone does have a pattern. Everyone. Every single yeah, person has a pattern. I still
1: find myself learning things about this game. Like Absolutely. replaying it. Yes. I, I, there are multiple ways that you can approach some of these fighters that you don't really realize where you can even stop them from attacking just by giving them like a gut punch at the right time.
0: And that's when you normally get your stars. and you the, get your stars, three star and, punch.
1: The, and then you wait for opportunities when you can use your super
0: punch and knock them, knock them on the ground. But By the way, um, Doc Lewis is the creator of the three-star punch. Okay. I, I, I'm not sure. Did we get three stars in the Super Nintendo I don't know. I think that's, that's all you, because I didn't. At- I didn't play that going okay, into this. I, I think that's when the Super it came Nintendo at-
1: game. Uh, I'm just basing on memory from the last time I played it, probably ten years ago.
0: Yeah, you will lose a star, which are your super uppercuts or your flurry of punches. You will lose that if you if you get hit at all. Then you lose yeah. that one star. So yeah, the three star punch is Doc Lewis's creation. That's that's the best advice and. You can also
1: punch yourself out in the Nintendo version, right?
0: Oh so yeah, you yeah. Keep, you get tired, yeah.
1: You get tired if you if you're if out. you're hitting gloves and getting blocked so many number of times, your character gets red and you have to avoid punches. You can't throw any punches. You're too tired to.
0: Yeah, you get blown out in both the Super Nintendo and also in the Wii. You get blown out. You turn purpley. Mm. The great thing about the Wii is that they did away with the wireframe, but. Your character is fully rendered, but you can see through him because he only has a transparency value of about 18. Yeah, that's what I'm mm-hmm. going to say. Yeah. Imagine if they would have like tried to do a dynamite duke. You only see like a little bit through the, a hole in his chest. Yeah, that wouldn't work. So no. they really did this well.
1: I think they probably, and this is just a total guess by me, but I think they probably would have done uh, a wireframe version of a Little Mac for the Nintendo version, if they could get the sprites big enough, but they, they just didn't have the the power in the system to do that.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think they tried a couple different ways, and that was the way that they found that they could do it. And I mean, there's no slowdown; it plays perfectly.
1: The um, NES version, there's no slowdown at all, which you know is a is a problem for many games on that system. Yeah, um, but no everything slow, responds no perfectly. You're firing away fast. The the opposing characters are are super lightning fast. It's a, it's a high-action, high-paced game.
0: And you can um, get it's a TKO. really responsive. That's when you first started getting T- TKOs, and that's the first time I ever learned about TKOs, about getting knocked down three times in one round to get a TKO. Yep. So how do you like that? Now, I did notice that Von Kaiser has a load of shit in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> There's two characters that walk with loads of crap in their pants. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of them. He's also got <laughs> he that twitch. He shakes his
1: head a lot for some reason. I, I almost want to ask him if he's all right, but he's got that twitch. He's got a twitch. He's got probably got like um, brain damage, you know.
0: <laughs> he comes out just with his thighs together, trying to squeeze his butt cheeks, trots out to uh, fight you and then has his head problems. And I can't remember who the other character in there that does it. Was it Soda Popinski? <laughs> that keeps yeah soda has
1: got the same sort of like leg lock or yeah. whatever like where his knees are touching
0: yeah yeah now i think soda Popinski probably got the runs that's probably why he's clenching his <laughs> ass together you drink too much coca-cola yeah with that, all that sugar oh yeah right. you're gonna have explosive diarrhea let's face it well and tooth decay i mean he's got to watch that I didn't notice any tooth decay. Now, if you want to talk about people's faces getting jacked up, boy, the Wii takes it to the next level as as the Super Nintendo took it up from the NES, and you get yeah. the Wii, which they went in so many right directions in all three of these console games. I think it's just like a perfect series of games, and maybe I'm glad they didn't try to do it on other systems.
1: You think it would have gotten watered down probably,
0: huh? Well, I think it would have just left more room for a bad game. You know, yeah. I would have to think that they probably would have had to rush these games. I think they would have rushed them for the handhelds.
1: I kind of like the way that the Legend of Zelda series does it with these console games. They produce one masterpiece per system, and that's it. They piece
0: out. Yeah, there's some with two. You got your your uh, Link one your and link DS. your DS. Your yeah. DS also has the. Uh, phantom hourglass and the well i'm not running the handheld stuff oh okay 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 and that's why i think they went with Tolero boxer for the virtual boy because i think they might have wanted to bring punch out to here but didn't want to break that character and also, I think Battle Clash might have had something to do with it. They were getting into the giant robots. It was kind of popular because they had a Battle Clash too. I'm, I'm almost positive for the Super Scope 6 for the Super Nintendo. So I think they made a right choice. If they were thinking of going with a punch out for the Virtual Boy, uh, I think that would have uh, tarnished the perfect run of this franchise. Do we want it for the Switch? Uh, yeah. Well, we got that Springy Arm game. Although people like that, I actually purchased it because it looked so interesting, and I thought it was going to be like a punch-out type of thing. You know, it's an okay game. I can't remember the name of it. Do you remember the name of it? No, Stretch I don't arms. Have that game. Stretch arms. I think <laughs> that's made by a third party. But there's a lot wrong with that game. There's a lot wrong with that game. This there's a the lot right of, with the
1: game. It's the kind of like perfect series for. Well, you know, not not anymore since the world stopped, but. It's the perfect series to, to, you know, bring with you on the train or on the subway as you go to work with you, I think. I think it's perfect for the Switch.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. I think that's it. That's it. Yeah. wrap. I hope that we did the WVBA justice.
1: <laughs> oh, the prize belt.
0: Indeed. Do you think that's Little Mac in Punch Out and Super Punch Out listeners? Write in with your comments to... Tolero Boxer. Maybe maybe had, it's his worded-up older brother. I don't know. Maybe it's gotta it new, I mean, it's got to be him. I mean, it's got to be him. It's got to be him. Well, wait a minute. Now, he had the black hair, but in the Super Nintendo, he's blonde, right?
1: Yeah, and in the arcade, he's got green hair. He's got
0: the green I mean, hair and a green face. Like, he's, he's just green. He's green. I mean, he's just green. <laughs> he's got the... Green hair is a regular person and then turns into uh, the invisible man with uh, with some type of uh, smoke machine and laser beams, <laughs> I guess. Thank you, David, for yeah. being on the Punch-Out. You recommend a Punch-Out. I was worried about doing it because of the fact that it is a, a popular game. And also because of the control on that. The reason, one of the real reasons I never did was because Super Punch Out had the extra controller factor that is just not in games. That's it's why I don't. Mechanism. Yeah. That's why I don't review the discs of Tron because that had a spinner, which we can definitely do to spinner, but the spinner had three levels it had lower level to throw your disc at the lower level (laughs) I had a middle and then it had an up it had an up what could we have done this on we could have done this on the Fairchild channel F because that had a controller that did go down and up Now, it didn't have enough buttons to do the rest of the stuff, and it had games that were numbers, but that is one of the systems that had that type of controller. You know, it's not the greatest system. It has a lot of interesting facts about that gaming system.
1: This is sort of like off topic, but I really would love to come back and talk about the X68000. I was watching some videos of ports of arcade games on that system. It was like a Japanese.
0: The MSX? Is that what 6, they call 800? it? I don't know.
1: It was the X68000. Created by Sharp.
0: Pro- released oh. in
1: 87. Sold only in Japan. The first model features a 10 megahertz Motorola 68000 oh, CPU. Oh, you're right.
0: Yes, you're right. A- Have you ever
1: played this system?
0: i played it on my emulator. Those ports are perfect arcade ports. Absolutely. it use that good processor. Man, there were several different versions. Hitachi had a Motorola and you had the uh, compact, the super. Started in '87, I believe it ended in '88. I just played it on emulator, so I'm not...
1: You're not looking to score the original
0: system. Well, I'm having confusion with the Amiga 32 CD, which Mm. uh, some people poop on, but it's a great system. I should say, sorry, angry video game nerd. It's not diarrhea-filled bag that you dump on a balloon, fill a duck shit. So stick that in your wheelbarrow full of donkey shit. Mm. Pour that on your head when you're eating eggs. Interesting. Yeah, your breath smells like teeth.
1: Sharp X68000 color image unit, black box from Japan. Parts only?
0: Oh, for parts only, so it's broken. Interesting.
1: Parts only, they won $500 for it? People are crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah. What's going on with the. Uh, what's in the side of Rainbow Dash's ears? They're squares, square holes. <laughs> I don't, oh, that's for his sunglasses. I lost his <laughs> sunglasses. Jeez. Now we've gone on far too long.
1: Oh, we're still talking? This isn't part of the show, right? Yeah, it is,
0: but maybe I'll cut it short. No, we totally should. Okay, we could talk about the Hitachi magic wand at some other time. (laughs) Okay, everybody. Hey, I hope that you like us. I hope you enjoyed the show. Be safe.
1: When people start turning into zombies, we're going to have to bust out
0: katanas. Absolutely. Live from Raccoon City. Peace out, everybody. Bye Bye.
2: Some kids born with a silver spoon I guess that I was born a little too soon Hard Knocks All I ever knew was Hard Knocks And I'm telling you I said you better beware Cause I've had my share Hard Knocks Some kids born rich as a king But I was born without a doggone thing But Hard Knocks All I ever knew was Hard Knocks And I'm telling you I said you better beware Cause I've had my share Hard Knocks I walked a million miles, I bet Tired and hungry and cold and wet Heard that lonesome whistle blow From New York City down to Mexico Some kids born fancy free Nobody never gave nothing to me But Hard Knocks All I ever knew was Hard Knocks And I'm telling you I said you better beware Cause I've had my share Hard Knocks i walked a million miles, i bet. Tired and hungry and cold and wet I've heard that lonesome whistle blow New York City under Mexico Some kids born fancy free Nobody never gave nothing to me but hard knocks All I ever knew was hard knocks And I'm telling you, I said you better better beware Cause I've had my share. I said you better beware I said you better beware Cause I've had my shit Hard <laughs> I said you better be wet, cause I'll have my share right now